Welcome to the Restoration Church Weekly Podcast. As you listen, we pray that you are inspired by today's podcast to pursue your God-given calling to reach just one more. Thanks for listening. Well, good morning. Come on, good morning, church. Make some noise for Jesus in this place. Come on. Such an exciting day today for me to be here with you. Um, I'm, I'm always thrilled to come down, even though the drive is crazy, but I feel energized to drive and see you guys and preach the Word of God to you this morning. So I'm really, I'm really honored that Pastor Nate asked me to be here. Uh, also, everyone, we want to uh, welcome everyone who's watching us online from our Milton, Bethlehem, and Plymouth location. Would you put your hands together and welcome all. Also, if this is your first time meeting me, my name is Stephen Johnson, and I serve as one of the pastors here at Restoration Church in the furthest location in Bethlehem. So, but yeah, somebody, at least one person is excited for that. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much. Well, uh, I don't want to take further time to introduction or anything like that, but I just want to straight away go into the Word. So if you have your Bibles with you, uh, physical or digital, go to 1 John chapter 2, verse 6. 1 John chapter 2, verse 6. I'll give you a second to get there. But it reads like this. The one who says... He remains in him, should walk just as he walked. The one who says he remains in God or in Jesus should walk just as Jesus walked. This this is a pure, simple phrase that we get to hear a lot that preachers preach with a clear message, with a clear message. And the message is this, if we claim to call ourselves a believer of Christ, if we call ourselves a true follower of Christ, then we got to walk like Him. We got to walk like Him. You know, we become more like the people that we associate with. How many of you agree? Sometimes we have friends, yeah, few people. You know, growing up when I, when I was in my early teenage, teenage age or like early adulthood, I just realized one thing that I started to talk just like my dad. And I, didn't, I couldn't figure out whether I like it or not. I just knew I just sounded just like my dad. And sometimes... I just realized I process things like my mom. And again, I couldn't figure out whether I like it or not. But I just knew that I was taking some things from their life because I was living under their house. And that is, that is this physical form. But in the same way, when we are attached to Jesus and when we are walking along the side 
with Jesus, our life has to produce some results of how Jesus walks. How many of you are with me today? So in a spiritual point of view, we need to see that. The people associated with us need to see that. The church needs to see that. That there's a spiritual maturity that comes in walking with Christ. There's a spiritual awaken. There's a spiritual awakening that happens when we accept Jesus in our hearts and try to walk like Him. As I said, when I hit that age, everything that I was talking, everything that I was doing, my actions, the way I spoke, the way I treated people, the way everything, I could recognize I was getting something out of my parents because I was associated with them. It is so important that our circle that we associate with, that our circle, that our inner, inner circle who we invite into our life that are ready to walk alongside of you with Jesus. Because either they can break you or make you. It is totally perfect for a baby to cry. Parents here, testify that. Yeah? Yeah. We are pregnant with our third child. Thank you. And it was a surprise. It was a surprise. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay that you get surprises on your way because God is always taking care of our needs. God is always taking care of our needs. So as I said, it's always, it's perfectly natural for a baby to act like a baby. It's okay. He or she cries when she's a baby, poops in diapers, crawls. It's okay for a baby to act, act like a baby. But what happens after that age, when they hit one or two, they start to mature themselves and act like their surrounding. Right? They will, my daughter, my oldest daughter, she's four. She's turning four next month. Man, boy, I'm telling you. She thinks she knows it all. She knows it all. She corrects me. She gives me life advices. Right? She gives me, Daddy, you shouldn't be doing this. You should do this way. I'm like, are you done with life or I'm mature than you? That you're giving me life advices. So they think they know it all. They think they're mature. And they think they, they own the world. But it's okay. The point is, when they were few months old, they were not matured. My daughter never gave me life lessons. 
My, never, my daughter never said, Daddy, you need to do this, then that. There was, there was a shift that happened in, in her life throughout her walk. She's now turning four. That four years of journey, something happened in her life that she starts to understand. She started to see something different. She started to learn. And it, and it grasped her attention. It's the same way when, when we invite Jesus into our lives, we are born again. And from that day till eternity, there's a journey that we all go through. And the journey is called maturing in Christ. It's not a one-day event that happens when you invite Jesus into your lives. No, it's not. You just start that journey when you accept Jesus. And when you walk along the side of Jesus, you become mature and take the characteristics of Jesus. So it is so important. Yeah, as a new Christian, you might fall sometimes. You may not understand the whole Bible, what it is, it's all about, but it's okay. As you mature in God, as you walk and as you try to live a life pleasing, He picks us up and gives us our understanding, gives us wisdom to know what is written in the Bible. Which brings us to today's message. Walk like Jesus. Walk like Jesus. And I have a few points that I want to hit and explain and deconstruct today. Number one, walking is a choice. Walking is a choice. God never pushes his agendas on us. God never says, hey, you got to walk with me. Stephen Johnson, I'm, I'm going to pull you and, and force you to walk with, with me. He never says that. He gives us an invitation and it's our choice to take it or leave it. He never pushes he never pushes us. He never pushes anybody. But He gives us every single one, every single one, a choice to take. Walking implies action. I cannot stand still here and say I'm walking. It will be foolish for me to say that. Yeah, I'm walking. Where are you going? Walmart. Where are you going? Uh, just walking. No, it's foolishness for me to say when I'm standing that I'm walking. Walking shows action. Walking shows there's something, something progressive happening. It's the same thing when we say when we walk with Christ. It's a progressive state that we, we seek after it. As I said, it's not one time even we walk, we take steps, we put into action and say we are walking like Jesus. You know, I want to look in the scripture, Matthew 4 verses 18 to 20. 
it re, I don't want to read the whole thing, but for a nutshell, I'll give you, I'll give you the story. Jesus was walking down the streets and he saw two people, two brothers fishing. And he said, leave your nets and come follow me. Come follow me, yeah, come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. And the next verse, it's traced like this. Immediately, they left everything and followed him. Immediately. When that powerful invitation was given to them, it placed an awe-inspiring choice right there in front of them. Can you imagine the weight that they were holding? Man, I don't know. I don't know, should I take it? Should, should, or should I just, should I just do what, what is convenient for me? Or should I, just, should I just be doing fishing so that it's provision for the family? It's what I know. It's what I, I'm trained to do. Or just blindly follow this man called Jesus and trust him that he's going to provide us. But the Bible says immediately when he said, when Jesus called them, they stopped everything and they followed Jesus. They could, have just, they could have just said, you know, Jesus, I like what you're saying, but you know, I don't have time for this. I need to provide for my family. I need to, I need to make money to, to live my life. I only know this trade called fishing. I don't know how to evangelize. I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to do anything other than this. They could have just clinched into what they knew. But you know what, what they did? They left everything. They left everything. Bible says they left everything and followed Jesus. And today I wanna ask this question to every location, everyone who's sitting here. Are you ready to leave everything? Whatever is holding you back to follow Jesus. Just as a choice was given to the disciples, there's a choice in front of us today. There's a choice, guys. As I said, God never, never forces you, but He invites you, come. And it's our choice to take that invitation. It's a choice. Many times, God calls us to walk with Him. But we usually give excuses. We usually give our agendas to Him. We usually give some lame excuses and say, God, you know what? It's okay. Like, you know, God calls you to serve in India, maybe. God calls you to step down from your work and start working in the church or for an organization. Ah, uh, you know what, God? I don't know the culture there in India. I don't know how, how I'll survive in there. You know, I don't know, I don't know. We have some pre-consumed ideas in here. Pre-consumed ideas and, and thoughts about how our future should be. 
But let me tell you, friends, if He has called you, if He has called you, He's faithful enough. He's, he's faithful enough to re reward you. He's faithful enough to sustain you. He's faithful enough to provide for you. Come on, church. He's faithful enough to bring you through your journey. He's faithful enough. Let our doubts be gone. In Jesus' name. The reasons why so many people, hear me out, the reason why so many people don't walk is that they're caught up with the, with the so-called mentality of having different options. Different options. You turn around here, there's options. You turn around this way, there's another option. All these options one after another is getting better. And we always, our flesh wants to reach out to that. But you know what, God? God does not give us a bunch of like options for you. He does not give us a bunch of options. He does not install a GPS system in your, in your heart so that we can put the destination in and walk through it. No, He says, come, follow me. Come, leave everything. Trust me that I will take care of you. Even though you're going through hardships, trust me, I will provide for you. Even though you had a lot of things going on in your life, everything just shattered. God is saying, trust me that I am your provider. Trust me that I will bring you through this journey. Trust me, believe in me that I will sustain you. No matter what happens around you, if you walk with me, I am more than enough for you. I am more than enough for you. Leave behind everything. Come follow me. Did you guys, did you guys See the magnitude of that calling? So much power. Come, follow me. Today God is speaking to us. Some of you guys, come, follow me. Come, follow me. You know, in the Bible, Daniel was a slave, but God made him a prime minister. David was a forgotten shepherd. He made him a king. Peter was a fisherman, but God made him an anointed preacher. God wants to do something better for you. God wants to do something more that we cannot even see. Our human nature, we walk in the present and want to think about the future. We want to plan about the future. We want to see everything about the future, but our God sees the future and wants to orchestrate everything for us in the present. You see the difference? We live here and try to focus on the future. But God stays right here and says, hey, I know the future for you. I have a plan and purpose for you, but let me orchestrate the present so that your future is plentiful. Your future is success. But we, we have options to take, but God does not give us the options. Remember, there's so much in you that God wants to bring out.
if we choose to walk with him. Second point I want to talk is walking produces results. Walking produces results. Even after the ascension of Jesus Christ, we see that disciples still continue to make, spread the gospel. Even today, the gospel is being preached. Why? Because there was results that happened when Jesus walked on this earth, when the disciples walked with him, when, when everyone knew about Jesus, there was results that was produced through, him, through them. And that's why we all are here celebrating Jesus, worshiping Jesus, because those results 2,000 years ago was carried down to us. Walking with Jesus will always produce results. It was, not a, it was not a simple experience that they had, but it was a life-changing, life-altering, unwavering faith and confidence in Jesus that kept them doing what they did. And today, God is calling us for that. Walking produces results. You know, I, I hear preachers I hear many, many people, it's easy to be on the mountaintop. It's easy to be on stage and preach. It's easy for, for us to being a Christian to preach to the non-Christians or even maybe Christians that you should do this way or you should do that way or you should walk this way. But we forget we have blind spots that we miss it's easy for us to proclaim what they should do but forget what we need to do first i wrote this down let us not be spectators shouting directions from sidelines when our own lives don't bear any fruit of following jesus It's easy, hey, come on, you should, you should do that. You see those coaches, basketball or baseball, or I've never been a coach, but I've, I've seen it. Hey, you should do this. Hey, hey, come on, come on, hurry up, hurry up. Run, 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 chase, chase. It's easy to be on the sideline and to do that. But only the player who's playing the game knows how tiring it is running back and forth. The coach can just say, hey, do this, do that. It's easy to be shouting directions from the sideline when our own life does not bear any fruit of all in Christ. It's easy, let me tell you this, don't preach to the co-workers that you have. Don't preach to, to your neighbors if your life does not produce fruit. Don't do that. Don't be upset with your kids. Don't be upset with your, with your kids if they don't lift up your hands, if they don't pray, if they don't come to church. Don't be upset. Show them. Show them first what 
it means to worship Jesus. Show them what it means like praying to Jesus. Show them first how a prayer answering God can answer your prayers before preaching to your kids. It's easy to say, hey, you should come to church. Hey, you should lift up your hands. You should do this and that. It's easy. But let me tell you, if our life does not produce fruits of following Jesus or walking with Jesus, I would say this politely, please sip it. Please sip it. Be mature in walking. Be mature in transforming your own life. Be mature, be, be, be lean in walking with Christ and gain knowledge. Seek after His heart and know that He is faithful. Because walking with Jesus always, there's not an option. It's not an option. Always will produce results. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. When a non-Christian comes to Christ, yes, he will have a hard time during the days that he's progressing in the walk of Christ. I was not like this 20 years ago. I had, a, I had to walk before I got into the stage. I was a bad kid. I did things that, that was not right. But you know what? Walking with Jesus matured my soul. Gave me understanding of who He is. And changed my life, transformed my life to be a better dad, to be a better Christian, to be a better father, to be a better pastor, to be a better human. It did not come overnight. It was being mature in walking with Jesus. And as a result, here I am preaching. It was not because Pastor Ned just liked me. It was not that. I had to go through a process with him. It's always a process. And many people, many people get stuck in the beginning because they don't see results. I, I pray today that we all don't quit when it's about to get started. Try walking months. It takes years sometimes. I'm still walking. I'm learning. I'm, I'm understanding the scriptures a little more. And I've been doing ministry for nine and a half years, nine years. And still, I'm still thinking through it. Still learning. It's not overnight, friends. It's not overnight. The very thing God says to man is this in the beginning. Genesis, you can read this. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. It says, the very thing God says to man is be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply, which means you can only be fruitful if there's a seed inside of you. The tree only grows if there's a seed. 
that was planted. You cannot just mature just like that. There should be something inside of you. And today God is asking, what is the seed that is in your life? What has, I want to ask you, what, what seed has God planted in, you, in each one of you? You might be good at singing, audition for the band. You might be, you might be having a great smile, volunteer to greet people. You might be good at technology, serve in our broadcast team or sound tech or whatever, serve. Every single one sitting here has a seed planted inside of you. And it's our choice to nurture it and be fruitful in it. Be fruitful in it. Nurture it. Nurture from your heart. Nurture from your soul. Be fruitful. Because walking with Jesus always produces results. The band can come up. Lastly, I want to talk about this. Walking requires boldness. Rocking, walking requires boldness. Boldness. I want to put this picture for you to see. How many of you know him? Few of them. Good. His name is Nick Vucic. I must, I must have butchered that last name. Trust me, I must have. But let's say it is that way. His name is Nick Vucic. He was born with a syndrome. And he was born with no arms and no legs. No arms and no legs. He was born that way. If anyone had excuse in their life, if anyone, if anyone had excuse, this man has excuses to give Jesus. Jesus, I don't have legs. How do I walk? Jesus, I don't have arms. How do I do stuff? Jesus, my, I'm short. How do I, how do I get around people? How, what does life look like for me? If anyone in this world had excuse, this guy had excuses to preach, to talk. But you know what? He is a pastor, pastoring a church. He's an evangelist, speaking around the globe. He wrote at least three or four books. He has four kids. A man with no arms and no legs. How? How does this happen? How did this happen? You know why? He said, yes, my life looks like this. My life looks like I'm crippling. My life looks like I am about to go down. But he took a decision before, the, before God. He said, you know what? Yeah, my life looked like this. People see me different. People view me different. People have some different attitudes when they're, they're around me. But he stepped into his calling boldly. He said, no matter who's, who's with me, no matter what people think about me, yeah, I might, I might be short. I may not have legs and arms. But you know what? There's a call, there's a seed in your life. 
There was a seed in this life where he recognized and said, you know what? Today is the day that I come boldly. I come boldly. No matter what happens, I'm going to walk in boldness. Walking requires boldness. Walking always requires boldness. You know, if he was the guy who wanted to, wanted to just get some excuses and sit in one place, he could have done it. Easy. It came natural for him. But he shook off that shackles of fear. He shook off some shackles of, of rejection. And he stepped into the call that God had for him. Boldly. Boldly. As a result, as a result, he's a preacher. He's spreading the gospel. Spreading the gospel. Winning souls for Christ. And I'm here to tell you, there are some people who are here crippled by fear. That what people think about them. If I do this, what people might think. You know, some people, some people do this. They walk like this. Yeah, it is right. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it. This is, this is what some people do. Some people try to walk different people's walk. Some people try to be like somebody else that they're not. Some people try to walk some other people's calling. Some people try to walk the walk that Jesus never intend in your life. Some people put that weight on themselves and walk try to walk thinking that that is their mission that is their call that is the purpose and they walk boldly into that calling that God never intended because they try to copy somebody else they try to be like somebody else they try to change their lives for somebody else not knowing that God has a different call and purpose in their life and you know what happens how do I look? <laughs> How do I look? I look funny. I look so funny. I know it. I know I look funny. And this is exactly what the enemy wants us to look. Enemy wants us to look funny in front of society. Enemy wants us to look stupid was look foolish knowing that he does not know what he's doing if I walk around like this outside people will give me weird looks like what on earth he's out of his mind like he does not know what he's doing like come on and grow up yeah I'm grown up but I don't I don't this is exactly what the enemy tries to do he wants to say hey this is this is your calling. 
hey, this is your mission. Hey, this is exactly what you need to do and make us fools in front of people. But I'm here to tell you, the God who called you, the God who called you today will never make you look foolish. Boldness, boldness, boldness will never make you look stupid. Boldness will never look, make you look foolish. Boldness will never make you look dumb. You know what the boldness does? Boldness will make you look like a threat to the enemy. That's what boldness does. He will make you look like a roaring lion. He will make you look like a giant. But we need to be bold enough to say, you know what? I don't care what the people think about me. I don't care about what my mission is or what their mission is. I don't care what the enemy has for me. But today, the things are going to change. I don't want, I don't have to please people anymore. I don't have to live a life pleasing a, a, anyone anymore. But today, that is going to change that I boldly come in the presence of God. Because boldness will never make you look foolish. Boldness will never make you look foolish. It will make you a threat to the enemy. And I pray we all, as a force, we walk into the calling of God with boldness and be a force of threat. Be a force of threat to the enemy because the enemy is attacking this world. The enemy is looking to attack families and friends and churches. But if we are the force, a threat to the enemy, no matter what comes before you, no matter what comes in front of, in front of you, you will always have Jesus. You will always have Jesus in you. You will always have Jesus by your side. You will always have God's grace. He will always sustain you. He will always deliver you. All we need to do is choose to walk with Jesus and produce results like it means something in your life and walk in boldness to the call that God has for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you that you're calling us such a time as this, I pray, God, you, you help us to walk like you walked in this earth. Help us to know and understand the call that you have placed in each of us, God. God, I pray that you will give us the boldness to walk in the direction you have for us. We thank you that your grace is always sustaining us and uplifting us that no matter what 
the enemy tries to take us down, I pray, Father, that you lift us up because we are ready to walk like you. We are ready to be transformed and to be molded in the, in the promises of God. We thank you. We celebrate you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, church. Would you stand to your feet? We are going to sing one more song and celebrate Jesus.